Hi everybody, this is Steam and Steve. I got my semi-annual haircut the other day. You know, got to look good for the camera. And last time we talked, uh, Hurricane Irma was on its way to Florida. It wasn't the best time to be in Florida here. We lost power for about a week, at least um, in my hometown. We got trees down all over the place. But it could have been worse. Uh, but I, I talk to a lot of people out in Vegas quite often, and usually the first thing they ask me is they say, you know, you got to be crazy living down there in Florida. And I say, oh, of course we're crazy. What What do you think? I mean, we got hurricanes. We got alligators down here all over the damn place. We got cockroaches bigger than birds flying around. You know, they're flying cockroaches. I mean, hell yeah, we're crazy. What kind of a stupid question is that? Are we crazy down here? So, uh, yes, but things are getting back to normal. I'm happy to be doing another hand review couple quick things here as you might be able to see here I'm wearing my uh, Secrets of the World Champions seminar uh, official polo shirt and the videos as you may remember the Secrets of the World Champions seminar we had it out in Vegas at the Rio this summer it was an all-day seminar 1500 bucks to get into all the videos from that seminar are now available we got videos with Jonathan Little with uh, Scotty Wynn, with Scott Clements, and I do some coaching as well, and all the videos from the seminar are available for purchase now at a much discounted rate from what you would have paid to get into the seminar. And you can find them at advancedpokertraining.com slash secrets. Uh, so if you go there, in fact, I have an offer code for you today. If you can, uh, you'll find an offer code box on there. If you enter the offer code videos297, videos 297 that will get you all of the videos for 297 dollars which is uh you know like i said it was 1500 bucks to get into the seminar really the only things you don't get is you're not going to get this fabulous polo shirt here and you're not going to get the delicious hot lunch buffet we had at the seminar but you're going to get all the training videos from it for 297 dollars with that that offer code so check that out uh, the other thing I want to say is uh, just about a month to go now until the book written by Kui Nguyen and myself called From Vietnam to Vegas is going to be coming out from D&B Publishing. It's going to be available on their website or on Amazon.com, hopefully by uh, early to mid-November, and I'm super excited about it. And we have been working on this book for, uh, you know, almost a year now, and in it, Kui and I review over 170 hands from the main event final table of 2016. Kui gives his perspective on what he was thinking about. I sometimes take a look at some of the hands from a math slash game theory approach. So the book is called From Vietnam to Vegas. It will be available. It's available for pre-order now. You can pre-order it on dnbpoker.com or on amazon.com. On to the hand. Let's see here. We have a user named Bluff who submitted this hand. He says it's a $5,000 pot in a 510 game. All right, this sounds good already. Okay, I probably shouldn't have played. He says I probably shouldn't I probably should have folded before paying the $110, but after that we're basically going to play a four-way all-in and won't I win often enough to make it worth it? Let's check it out and see what this hand looks like. So, um, well, right away I can see this hand was labeled by our analyzer as a questionable call pre-flop. So 
that is not good for our, our buddy Mr. Bluff here. Uh, as you know, our analyzer goes through every hand you play and labels some of them if they think you ought to take a second look at them. And the analyzer was not happy with this call pre-flop. So let's see what we've got here. It looks like the under the gun razor made it 35, three and a half times the big blind to go. Under the gun plus two, three bet to 110. And then bam, Julia here on the button, cold calls all of it. We don't know what she's got, you know, I'm going to put her on pocket tens, maybe something like that. You know, she's just probably getting a little sticky with something. She doesn't want to get rid of, uh, uh, you know, she can't stand to fold pocket tens on the button. So she cold called the, th the three bet, but you know, maybe tens or jacks. We don't know what these other guys have, but they're raising from early positions. So probably some pretty strong hands here. And yeah, we're sitting here with ace, 10 of diamonds. I'm not feeling too good about this hand. It looks like our hero here is going to call. The One of the problems, of course, is that we don't know about this guy Kyle over here, the original uh, Razor. He could put in a four bet here, and then we're really going to be screwed. So I think yeah, I'm personally going to fold this here. I think one of the biggest problems with this is this, it, while it is true that this hand plays really well multi-way, we all know that this is the kind of hand you love to have in a multi-way pot. A lot of the advantages of having a hand like Ace-10 suited do not really apply to this kind of a pot here. And let me explain a little what I mean by that. I want to go over some of the advantages of having a hand like Ace-10 suited in a multi-way pot. And we'll see how many of them don't really apply to this situation. So... What are the ways you make a profit off of having Ace-10 suited here? Well, the first way, of course, is you might flop a monster hand. You could flop a flush. You could flop King, Queen, Jack and make a Broadway straight. But that's not going to happen very often, right? In fact, if you um, if you go over to, to your member page here, it's kind of hidden up here, but under free tools on the top menu, we have an odds chart here that will even look at some of this for you. And... Um, you can see this. Look, there's your, that's kind of funny. There's the ace, 10 of diamonds right there um, on our odds chart. It's funny that it's the exact same hand. And as you can see, if this is big enough, you're going to flop a flush less than 1% of the time. So that's not going to be particularly uh, helpful, an event that's going to occur less than 1% of the time. And uh, even with two connected cards, like seven, eight, you're going to flop a straight, you know, only well less than one and a half per 76 to one against. And of course, ace 10 is not going to flop a straight nearly as often as as a hand like eight seven. So really, we're going to flop a straight less than 1% of the time as well. So really, we're not going to make a monster hand on the flop very often to, to, to obviously to make a profit off of it just based on flopping a monster hand. So the second thing that could happen is we could flop a monster draw, right? We could flop a flush draw with two over cards, a monster draw that is has so much equity it can be played aggressively as a favorite. That's not really going to happen here because in order to have a, say, a 15 out draw here, we would have to believe that both of our over cards are going to be good. And if the flop comes with three low cards, you know, with the, with the action so far, we could have someone sitting here with pocket aces. We could have, uh, you know, we could, we could flop, uh, uh, you know, flop top pair if it's, if, if 10, if a 10 comes on the flop and it's top pair, that's great. But one of these guys should have, could have pocket queens and we won't have the best hand. 
or if uh, we flop an ace, someone could have ace-king here. We won't have the best hand. So at best, we're going to be able to count on having nine outs on the flop. So we're never going to flop a monster, monster draw that can be played aggressively for value. So number three, uh, the, the third way we could profit from a hand like this is we could flop a decent draw. That's going to be your nine out draws, a flush draw. It's not going to be so powerful that it can be played aggressively for value, but it can be played aggressively as a semi-bluff and win the pot. The only problem with that here is that with all this action so far, it's, uh, you know, it's hard to believe that we're going to pick up the pot a lot of the time on the flop with a semi-bluff. I mean, let's say we do flop a flush draw. Um, you know, by the time we go to the flop here, assuming Kyle calls, there's going to be almost $500 in the flop in the pot already. And so, um, you know, m most of these guys are going to have a stack to pot ratio of under two, and it's unlikely they're all going to go away. So really, we don't have a lot of fold equity on the flop when we try to semi-bluff, and that's a problem, because that's one of the ways these these hands make a lot of profit. Obviously, we're as we saw from that other uh, odds chart, we're not going to flop a flush too often, but we are going to flop a flush draw we're eight to one against flopping a flush draw. We're going to flop a flush draw much more often, but it's going to be tough to capitalize on those flush draws without actually making our flush. And for to do that, you know, we're going to be two to one against making our flush on the flop. We're going to have to put even more money in um, to to attempt to make our flush. Finally, sometimes these hands like Ace Ten suited have value because we can actually flop top pair and win. But again, as I talked about before that's not going to happen very often. We're not going to flop top pair here and be really very happy with it because someone could have ace-king out here, someone could have pocket queens or pocket kings, someone could even have pocket aces even though we have a blocker to the ace. So we're not going to win with top pair too often on this flop. So really the only way we're going to make a profit off of this is when we flop a monster hand, when we flop a flush or we flop a straight, or somehow we get lucky and we flop a flush draw and it gets checked around the whole way and we make our flush on the turn, but that's not going to be very often. So I don't think we have the implied odds to call this. I think we it's far from we're far from having the implied odds to call this and the correct play is to fold. I don't want to go so far as to say this is a terrible, terrible call. It's just that too much of the money is going in pre-flop. You know, we have a really deep stack, but this is 10% of our opponent's effective stacks. If it had just been one raise, if it was 35 to us and it would only cost us 30 more, I would definitely call this. But for 110, it's, you know, it's more than 10% of the effective stacks. And the problem is, as I said before, is that there's going to be too much betting and raising on the flop. In fact, all the money may go in on the flop. So even if we flop, flop a flush draw, we're not going to have enough money left you know, implied odds only have value if you actually have some money left after you make your draw, right? That's why they're called implied odds. So if all the money goes in on the flop and all we have is a flush draw, that's all right. But, you know, the real way to make money off of this is if we can make our flush and still have some money in our stack left to uh, sucker these guys in for the rest of their stacks. But the money is going in too quick here. And of course, there is still that liability that Kyle is going to make a four bet here, and that's really going to stink. That being said, Mr. Bluff here, I believe he decided to call this, and uh, let's uh, let's 
dial down the speed a little bit here. And let's go ahead and see what happened. So he does call and Okay, and uh, so our worst nightmare happens. Uh, Kyle over here, four bets to 500, and somehow he gets two callers and we call too. And so now we're going four way to the flop with $2,000 in the pot already here. So um, who knows what these guy ha guys have? I mean, obviously they're not calling 500 with nothing. So they've got big pairs and ace-king suited and stuff like that. It just happens to be one of those unusual hands where a lot of players were dealt a really premium hand here. So back to the original comment that Bluff made, he asked, should, you know, are we going to win this pot often enough to call here? It looks like he was thinking that we're going to win often enough here that even if all the money goes in with with four people to the flop, we're going to win 25% of the time, but that's just not going to be the case. And let's let's go over here again. We can let's uh, go back to our member page here, and I'm going to go under the tools and look at the winning odds tool. And I'm going to go ahead and put our ace ten of diamonds in here, and I'm going to give one of our opponents pocket queens, and one of them will will be nice. We'll give one of them pocket eights and pocket jacks, which is probably, they might have better hands even than this. And we can see here we're gonna win 22% of the time, and that's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, uh, this guy, let's say, has ace-king here, and now we're only gonna win 12% of the time. Or worst, worst case scenario, this guy's got pocket aces, and now we're only gonna win 9% of the time. So we are obviously, all the money is gonna go in here. There's gonna be 2,000 in the pot, pre-flop. It's not like anyone's going anywhere on the flop. So all the money is going in and we are not going to win this often enough, even though we had already paid 110, right? So there was some dead money out there. But even with that, we're, we're just not going to win often enough to make this worth it. So once again, we should have folded here and not got ourselves in this situation. So we go to the flop and we do flop a flush draw here. And our hero just shoves, and that's fine. You know, we're probably going to get called by two, probably all three of them. There's so much money out there. I imagine they're all going to call. So, uh, you know, we're going to have hopefully at least nine outs here. Probably no more than nine outs because our over cards probably aren't good as we talked about before. But we should have nine outs, which is give us going to give us enough equity with two cards to come to make our flush and have this be a profitable shove. Obviously, it doesn't really much matter because if we don't shove here, someone else is going to shove and we're not going anywhere with a nut flush draw. So so uh, not much more to say about that. Let's see what happens here. And they do all call. And, um, and uh, pocket kings are going to hold up over here and he wins a $4,500 pot. As you saw, some of the chips got shoved to us, but that was just our... Uh, our our overbet getting repaid to us because we started with a much bigger stack than anybody else. So Julia over here had pocket queens. Uh, Ace-king offsuit up here, you know, maybe shouldn't have, uh, maybe shouldn't have continued to play when, when, when Kyle over, is it? Yeah, when, when Kyle over here made it uh, four bet to 500, maybe Ace-king should have gotten out of there. 
But once he goes to the flop, he only had $300 more behind into a $2,000 pot. So he could have some outs on the flop there. So he was compelled to put his remaining 300 in at that point. So, so anyway, you know, the bottom line on this hand is ace 10 of diamonds looks really nice and it does play well multi-way. There's no question that's true, but a lot of the reasons why it does play well multi-way didn't actually apply in this case because it never could flop a monster 15 out draw just because our opponent's ranges are so strong. And when it did flop a nine out flush draw, we didn't have a lot of fold equity on the flop anyway because the even at the point when we called the 110 and certainly at the point when we called the 500, the the uh, the pot was just getting too big to uh, to expect that all three of our opponents were going away. So we didn't have the semi bluffing potential and the fold equity to pick up the pot on the flop. And we can't win with top pair. It's very unlikely our top pair is going to be good. So the only way we could really win uh, or be be happy about it is if we uh, if we actually flopped a monster hand, which isn't going to happen that often. So. All right. Hope you enjoyed this. This is Steam and Steve signing off, and I'll see you next time.